The Country Girls by Edna O'Brien. Programme notes for audio described performance. The Abbey Theatre, 6th of April 2019, 2pm. Welcome to the introductory notes for this production of The Country Girls, written and adapted for stage by Edna O'Brien. The play is directed by Graham McLaren and movement director Vicky Manderson. Set and costume design is by Frances O'Connor. Lighting design is by Sinead Wallace. The composer is Ray Harmon and sound design is by Matt Padden. The production dramaturg is Eleanor White. The performance lasts for one hour and 40 minutes without an interval. About the play. All of Edna O'Brien's novels published during the 1960s were ruled indecent and obscene under the Censorship of Publications Act. This started when the publication of The Country Girls caused outrage. It was banned in Ireland by the authorities and publicly burned by the clergy. Notoriety quickly turned to fame and this coming-of-age story of two young women in 1950s Ireland became a bestseller. The Country Girls is the Dublin One City One Book choice for 2019. About the set. The set is very simple for this production. Before us is a pale grey box. The side and back walls are all painted in this pale grey up into the rafters. In both side walls, there is a gap midway from front to back. Characters come and go through these entrances. At the very front of the stage is a wavy line of black volcanic sand with creamy pale seashells and sprigs of lilac flowers carefully positioned across its full width. The floor of the stage is covered in a pale grey linoleum and steeply raked. The front of the stage is lower than the back, where it meets the back wall. At the back, where the floor and wall meet, a large curl of rolled-up lino spans the width of the stage, like the curve of a page in a well-read book. High above the stage, a whole set of furniture and props are suspended on clear wire. They remain hidden in the rafters until they are required for a given scene. All of the furniture and props are painted a matte black so that they stand out starkly against the pale grey background. When a scene is finished, the furniture and props are raised well above head height but dangle in mid-air. They linger as a reminder of the scenes that have gone before while we move on to the next chapter. I describe the scenes below in the order in which they appear. The kitchen in Kate's family home. A table is placed centre stage with a green notebook placed on it. Behind, in the left-hand corner, a small tin bath sits on the floor with a clothes airer hanging above it, draped in several items of black clothes. In Kate's classroom, two school benches are lowered for her and Baba, her friend. The teacher uses the table from the kitchen scene. The Brennan's family kitchen is just the table, still set centre stage. The chapel in the convent where Kate goes is represented by a statue of the Virgin Mary with a crown of cold white LED lights suspended above head height on the left. The statue remains in place and a single cast iron bed is lowered into the scene dressed in black bedclothes to create Kate and Baba's dorm room. A visit to the Brennans at Christmas is set up by the appearance of a black Christmas tree and several dining chairs. Mr Brennan brings in gifts wrapped in black and white paper and ribbon. The sitting room in Kate's home is represented simply by the kitchen table and a black leather chaise longue. 
A Dublin streetscape is invoked simply by lowering a wrought iron Victorian street lamp above the actors' heads at the front of the stage to our right. A boarding house is shown by the kitchen table and a large black mixing bowl. The drawing room of an affluent household is represented by a black leather armchair, the chaise long from earlier, and an easel with an empty black picture frame placed upon it. Lastly, a friend's seaside cottage is depicted by placing a small pot-bellied stove on the floor towards the front of the stage on our left. For the most part, lighting in this production is quite bright and stark, fitting in well with the monochrome theme. However, from time to time, ripples of colour, either golden and rosy sepia tones or aqua blues and greens, spill across the back wall high above the action. The sea is a recurring theme throughout and this is often illustrated by a vibrant blue light shining within the curl of lino at the back of the stage, like a faraway horizon of sea. It is often accompanied by a soundscape of wind and wave on a beach. Lastly, there is a voice of an older lady that can be heard throughout the evening over the PA system. This is Edna O'Brien, the author. She reads extracts from the novel, a recording made several years ago as an audiobook, providing extra narration during the performance. About the characters and costumes. The characters Kate and Baba have a variety of costume changes over the course of the show. The rest of the cast all wear a basic outfit that is tweaked by the addition of a hat or a coat as appropriate. The women all wear black dresses with elbow-length sleeves and a full skirt to just below the knee. They have crisp white collars and cuffs. They wear plain black shoes with a narrow strap across the front. The men all wear black trousers and waistcoats, white shirts and black ties. They too wear plain black leather shoes. Kate played by Grace Collander, is a slim young woman in her late teens. She has a porcelain complexion and long dark brown hair. At the beginning, she wears a white hairband to keep her hair back from her face. She wears a crisp white cotton blouse and a black full skirt to just below the knee. Kate wears a cardigan in pale grey with a faint fair isle pattern across the chest. When travelling, she wears a grey woolen overcoat and red wool beret. She later changes her plain black shoes for a pair of bright red T-bar low-heeled shoes. Later on, Kate adds a net underskirt to her outfit to make her skirt poof out a little, accentuating her small waist. She swaps her blouse for a pink silk bodice worn with a black velvet bolero. Later still, she changes her top again for a simple cherry red woolen jumper. Her mother, Lil, played by Lisa Lam, is in her late thirties. A slim woman with long red curly hair hanging loose down her back, Lil has her daughter's pale fresh complexion. She wears a simple cotton dress in muted black floral pattern which appears dark green under the lights. The dress is buttoned down the front with a belted waist and deep pockets. She wears lace-up ankle boots in contrast with the other women who all wear heels. Kate's father, Malachi, played by Aidan Kelly, is a tall man in his forties, broad-shouldered and brooding. His hair is greying and receding, with flecks of red still in the stubble of his beard. His piercing blue eyes make a stern impression. 
Malachy wears a wrinkled houndstooth jacket with leather elbow patches and a dusty black trilby hat. Baba, played by Lola Pettigrew, is Kate's best friend. Also in her late teens, she appears to be younger than Kate. Her fair hair is cut into a bob just below the jawline and kept back from her face by a white hairband. Like Kate, Baba wears a white cotton blouse with her black skirt and a pale blue cardigan with a striped pattern across the chest. She too has an overcoat for travelling, in bottle green, and a grey knitted beret. Later, Baba swaps her blouse for a teal silk bodice with velvet bolero and a net underskirt to give her more of a 1950s hourglass figure. Baba's father, Mr Brennan, is played by Bill Murphy. A man of about 50, he wears the staple black suit that the rest of the men wear. His grey receding hair is closely cropped and his blue eyes are softened by a gentle face, compassionate when needs be. Baba's mother, Martha Brennan, is played by Mary O'Driscoll. A woman in her 40s, she has auburn hair pinned neatly back in a French pleat. She adds a grey cardigan to her black coloured dress. Hickey, the farmhand on Kate's family farm, is played by Murish Crowley. A slim young man in his late 20s, perhaps, with fair hair and blue eyes, Hickey wears a woollen v-neck sleeveless jumper over his shirt and trousers, the only man to go without a tie. His country accent is a little more pronounced than the others. Hickey tends to stand about with his hands in his pockets, always with a kind word for Kate. Molly, a serving girl in the Brennan's home, is played by Megan Cusack. A friendly, buxom girl in her late teens, Molly has dark brown hair neatly tied back in a bun with a small white servant's headpiece. She wears an apron tied around her waist. A neighbour, Mr Gentleman, is played by Stephen McCarthy. He is very tall and thin, with long, delicate fingers. His brown wavy hair is tamed a little with pomade and flecked with grey. His long face is pale and his cheeks clean-shaven. He is in his thirties and speaks softly with a slight accent, possibly European. Mr Gentleman wears a black suit with white shirt and black tie. His outfit is at least one size too big for him. Miss Moriarty, Kate's teacher, is played by Katrina Lachlan. A tall, thin woman in her early twenties, her long fair hair is pinned up in a French pleat. She speaks loudly and deliberately, gesturing broadly with her hands. She adds a fitted black jacket over her black dress and a pair of gold-rimmed glasses on a chain. Finn, a young poet, is played by Aaron Hegarty. A tall young man with pale skin and dark hair, he is broad-shouldered. He wears a grey cable-knit jumper over his white shirt and a navy donkey jacket over this in turn, with leather patches over the shoulders and a peaked cap. He has a trace of stubble on his chin. Many of the cast go on to play further characters later on as the play unfolds. The nuns in the convent school are Sister Immaculata and the young novice Sister Mary, played by Mary O'Driscoll and Katrina Lachlan. The senior nun wears a black wimple while the novice wears a longer white veil. A European couple who run a boarding house, Joanna and Gustav, are played by Mary O'Driscoll and Bill Murphy. Joanna wears a black and white Czech housecoat over her dress, while Gustav just adds a cloth cap and a stooped walk to his character. Two well-off gentlemen with drawling Southside accents, Harry and Reg, are played by Aidan Kelly and Bill Murphy. They wear velvet smoking jackets and matching silk cravats, Harry in navy blue, 
and Reg in Claret. Later on, Maurice Crowley and Aaron Hegarty joined the scene as another pair of cads laden with gifts for the young ladies, wearing black velvet smoking jackets. From time to time, Kate and Baba walk through the city streets. The rest of the ensemble put on overcoats and hats and form the crowds they must navigate their way through. That concludes the introductory notes for this production of The Country Girls. They were prepared by Breedney Rugon, who, along with Maureen Hart, will be audio describing the performance. Audio description at the Abbey Theatre is provided by Arts and Disability Ireland, with support from the Arts Council. For updates about audio described and captioned performances, text Access Arts to 51444 or head to www.adiarts.ie for more information. Thank you. Gurev Mahagov.